Hi guys, so today I'm sat with Jordan from St. Moritz and she is my special guest on this week's podcast and we're talking all things cyberbullying ahead of Cyberbullying Week which is going to be in June and Jordan's put together a really special cyberbullying campaign which is going to give influencers that have received a lot of stick, bullying, trolling for various different reasons a voice and obviously to help educate others on how damaging trolling can actually be on an individual. So I'm going to put you on to Jordan in a second, who will explain about the brand that she's a part of. Well, she's actually the face of the brand, I feel, Mrs. St. Moritz. Why St. Moritz are so passionate about backing a campaign like this, and also why I'm obviously involved because of you, Tattle Life motherfuckers. Um, I know you'll be listening, but you do make me rich as well, so I'm here for it. And yeah, like I was just so excited to be part of this, as you can imagine, because of the abuse that I get every single day. Um, I even saw part of the campaign was like, what is the worst trolling experience you've ever had? And honestly, like, I'm really going to have to sit and think about that because as we know, like my dad passed away last year and even when he died, the day he died, somebody messaged me saying, I'm glad your dad's died. And it's like, wow, like who is behind this account and what is making you so unhappy in your life? that you feel the need to try and kick someone when they're down. Like, it's honestly, it's it's just so baffling to me. And I know, like, I've now received, like, death threats and people say, I hope you kill yourself and just so many bizarre things. And all this started because people are so obsessed with find, finding out. Oh, sorry, guys, I've just got sidetracked because Domino's has texted me. <laughs> One second. <laughs> Let me yeah, so it's just like insane to try and even think about who these people are and why they are so obsessed with just trying to chat shit about other people and bring them down. And I think as well, a massive part of trolling is these trolls think that whoever they are trolling probably may not see it to the extent that they do or they've got so many followers or they make this much money from doing this much. But there's an actual person behind the account. Like recently I spoke about in another podcast about Khloe Kardashian where a photo had leaked of her that was unedited and she was doing whatever she could to try and get it taken down from the internet. And it's like, just because she's got all this fame, this money, she's still a fucking human being. Like again, uh, her business is all over the media because her partner's cheated on her again and people are like abusing her, saying you shouldn't have taken him back in the first place. And it's like, actually, this is a woman and the comments that are being written, she will see that, that will get sent to her. And it's just crazy to think that there is individuals out there that thrive off trying to bring other people down. Um, so yeah, we all know how I feel about trolling. And like I've said before, I've got myself into a really good positive mindset where I can openly say honestly that I have not looked at my Tattle Life forum since last year. Um, it doesn't bother me. It doesn't cross my mind. I like speaking about it because I like bringing awareness to it, but it's just not something that consumes me at all. However, at the end of last year, I really, really struggled with it. When I first found out that I was on Tattle Life, I was A, like, what the fuck? Like, how am I on Tattle Life? I couldn't quite understand it. Besides, like, um, Mrs. Hinch and people like that, I was thinking, how the fuck have I made it onto this forum? And then to find out that I was trending on there and there was all these discussions, but the Tattle Life thing started for me because obviously I had an online blog. People were so obsessed with like my marriage, my relationship. I shared a lot of the highs and lows, Callum's depression and things like that. And then naturally I stopped posting him when our marriage came into uh, problems. 
So he wasn't on my account anymore. And this forum actually started because people was like, are they together? Are they not together? Oh, I bet he's cheated. I bet she's cheated. This has happened. That's happened. Laughing about it, saying, I bet he's done this and I bet he's done that. And I was just thinking, why are people discussing my marriage? Like, because... A, if I thought that someone was going through marriage problems, I'd message them, I'd reach out. If I was that concerned, I'd say, hey, like, obviously, I noticed that you stopped posting your partner. Are you okay? Like, obviously, you don't have to reply, but just checking in. Like, why are these fucking random people taking to Tassel Live to discuss if I'm still fucking my husband or not? Like, it's actually bizarre. But people are so obsessed with it. And then people also screenshot off Tattle Life and send it to me direct because I think that obviously the trolls know that I don't look at, look at it because I don't breathe life into it on my social media. So what they then do is we'll try screenshot certain things off it, send it to me directly. So it's not like, hey, I'm chatting shit about you on here. I'm chatting shit and I also really want you to fucking see it. And I would say like, what is the end goal for those trolls? What, what is their end goal? Do, do they want me to kill myself? Do they want me to harm myself? What 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 are they trying to achieve? Um, just because you make money off a platform or just because you have a social presence does not mean you sign up to be spoken about like that. And even there was um, the channel, I think it was four or five documentary recently about Charlotte from Geordie Shaw, where there was just pulling her apart on her appearance, on the surgery that she has or hasn't had and all this stuff. And it's like, how can people like that back huge campaigns about mental health or share things about like when Caroline Flack has killed herself, but are so happy to make like a TV programme and which is extremely detrimental to a person's mental health. And I guarantee that the people that are part of Tassel Live Trolls are the same people that will share um, RIP Caroline Flack on her one year death anniversary and will share things on Mental Health Week and will tell people to be kind on Facebook yet they hide behind a fake profile on a forum and tear people apart. Like, it is literally bizarre. And now I've chatted shit, and I did say I'm just about to hand you on to Jordan, but this is, this is who I am as a fucking person. So I am going to put Jordan on now, who will speak about St. Moritz, the brand, the campaign coming up, and obviously her personal experiences with trolling as well. Hello, hello. So thank you, sir, for putting me on this podcast. I am honoured. Um, you should be. I know, I know. <laughs> So yeah, basically after Sophie's ramble, <laughs> which we love her for, I work with St Moritz and I am a massive advocate for pushing against trolls and the brands pushing against trolls as well. It's very important for us and St Moritz to give people a voice and let them be heard on social media outside of their own platform. I think for us, we're massive believers in self-love, giving yourself that credit, no matter what gender, sex, age, anything, that we are forever around this social media world and seeing this cyber trolling and it's time for brands to take a stand against it. Yeah, and obviously, like Jordan just said about giving people a voice, like this is why I was so excited to be part of this campaign because at the end of the day, you get trolled beyond belief and then you're kind of just forgotten about. Like people would never really think to speak to me maybe about my trolling or how that might affect me. Um, but yeah, like it's, it'll be so good for me to be a part of this huge campaign with different influencers around the UK that have been affected by trolling so that we can all make a stand together. Because like I've said before, I've got myself into a really good mental state and frame of mind 
that now I just don't really care about the trolling. It doesn't really directly impact my life. However, it is a part of you. You always know that it is there. And the trolls are so fucking goddamn dedicated. I mean, apparently, like, I will post a story and within three seconds, I'm like, oh, my God, this is what she's posted. And, and they take to it and discuss it. And it's like, how are you that quick? Like, do you literally just sit and wait for me to post things? But then people have explained it to me like, no, it's not just you that they're hating on. They'll be hating on 50 other people as well. So they'll just kind of go around all the accounts and just chat shit all, all day. It's like, it's bizarre how people do dedicate that much time to hating other people. So to be part of a huge campaign, which is going to hit back. And also for the younger generation, because social media is massive. Like my, every single job that I do is around social media. I need social media to survive. It's what feeds my family. Um, it's something that I can't really just take a break away from. Because even if I'm not on my own account, I've got several other accounts that I am involved with as well. And... We need, to, we need to see more people standing up against this. And obviously, there's a lot going on at the minute about football racism and stuff like that, which is amazing. Um, and I do feel like people are starting to actually take this serious now because currently it isn't actually a crime to troll somebody online. Like, you can tell someone to go kill themselves. That person goes and kills themselves. In my eyes, that's a fucking murder charge. But it isn't. You're free to just go and do that at this minute in time. And obviously, I've seen a lot of um, social media platforms now stating that to sign up, you should have a full verification process. So you can't just create an Instagram account under a fake name and chat shit about people. But what you would have to do is give your ID, give this, give that, so that these social media platforms know you are a real person. And then, hence, if you then go onto a footballer's profile and start being racist, you can be held accountable for doing that because they know exactly who you are and that has come from your profile. And honestly, the sooner that happens, the better because the amount of people that suffer from severe, severe mental health problems from trolling, it's, it's really concerning that it isn't illegal. Um, and obviously I can speak from my ex-partner's point of view as well because he's a sportsman. And even just like the abuse you, they get for having a bad game. If you ever had a bad game, like people would just comment publicly underneath the, the pictures just saying like, you're so shit, you're this, you're that. And being a partner of a sportsman, they beat themselves up so much after a game if they've not performed the way that they want to perform. Or maybe they've made a mistake and that's cost them the game. Like they put so much pressure on them on themselves without anybody else having to say anything. So it's actually heartbreaking to see that People are just so ruthless and they actually think that kind of a sportsman signing a contract signs you up to a world of abuse and that, you know, it, it, it's tough shit. This is the job that you're in. And especially like rugby league, I know footballers get a lot more money than rugby league, but rugby league is not that well paid. It, you know, I, I know it's, there's no excuse anyway, like no matter how much money you're on, you shouldn't be trolled. But people will say, oh, well, he gets paid this amount. This is what he signed up for. And he's like, no, he didn't. He came up as a kid. He was passionate about a sport. He was very good at it. And all he wants to do is play his game. Like, why are you chatting shit about him or being racist or pulling him down or trying to tear him to shreds? And obviously, Callum suffers with really bad mental health. He's actually just set up his own um, Instagram page called All The Best Mentality. Um, he often does like lives on there and stuff like that. He works very closely with Luke Ambler for Andy's Man's Club. And it's great how all these men especially are now coming out together in force 
and and they're making a stand for it as well. So I just feel like St. Moritz is maybe a brand that is more directed towards women. I feel like it is for everybody, but I feel like it is more women. So for us to be part of this and stand as an army of women, there is men on the campaign as well, which is amazing. But for us as women, like women, we are bitches sometimes. Like we are. And it's like, come on, girls. Like what, what are we hating on each other for? Why are we all not standing arm in arm, supporting each other, empowering each other? Like Jordan said, self-love, self-care. And it's one of those things where you love yourself, but then you get trolled for fucking loving yourself as well because they're like, oh, she thinks she's this, she thinks she's that. But if you can't love yourself, you can't love anybody else. Like, I've been on a massive self-love journey over the past year, ups and downs. And like I've just put out on social media, I've finally gone self-employed. I've now got my own company, Sophie Watkins Limited, which I'm so proud of because I'm now bound by nothing. I'm a free spirit. I can work whenever I want to work. I can work from anywhere. I could go on holiday for a month if I wanted to with the kids and just work from a laptop. And it's something that I've really worked towards. And to be honest, I do have to thank the Tattle Live Trolls a little bit for this because it's grown my platform in a lot of ways. It's got my podcast listened to a lot more. It's made me slightly more interesting because I've got a different story to tell. But come on, guys, fucking... And uh, do you know what as well? I always say this about trolls. If if the, these people hiding behind the accounts, imagine if we found out who they were, walked into their office or went to their partner or went to their kids at school and said, this is what your mum's been doing. Imagine how that would make them feel. That would make them feel 50 times worse and more embarrassed than what them trolling me would make me feel. Like they're hiding behind an account because they wouldn't fucking dream of saying it to somebody's face. They would be so embarrassed and mortified if their family and their friends knew that they were dedicating their time to hating people online, tearing people apart, trying to make people feel like a fucking shit mom. Like the amount of abuse I get because I rarely post pictures of my kids on Instagram. And the reason for that is partly because of the trolling and partly because that's just not, it doesn't really represent my brand. Like everybody knows I've got kids. Obviously I've got my fitness family cookbook. You can buy it on my website, <laughs> little plug. But my platforms more towards my podcast, more towards me as a person, more towards like my outfits that, that I style and stuff like that. It's not really a mummy account. I do share like bits of the kids on there. But what I'm trying to say is my kids sleep in my house every goddamn night. I wake up with them every single day. I do the school run every single day. I bath them every single night. But because I don't put a fucking video documentary of it all, all over my Instagram, People think that that's not happening. So I get trolled saying, oh, she's not with the kids. Or if I go to the coffee shop, I'll put a picture of my coffee. I don't really put a picture of my kids sat there at a coffee shop. I might do once every so often. But it's like, oh, she's at the coffee shop again without her kids. And it's like, my kids are there. But because I've not got a fucking camera up their arsehole, like, (laughs) do you know what I mean? Jesus Christ. Like, you want me to feel like a shit mum. My kids are sat there, mate. Like, I love a night off. Honestly, when I drop my kids off at the dad's for a night, it is literally liberating. Um, but yeah, it's like they think they know who you are as a person for the three seconds that I choose to show you per day on my Instagram account. It takes one second to take a photo, three, 15 seconds, I think it is on a story. So you assume that what I am putting on there is me, that you know me from that. And actually you have no idea. And it's one of those things where I could go to a Lamborghini showroom and take a picture sat in it and say, Woohoo, this is what I've done, guys. Um, you know, I fucking just bought this brand new car. 
you would believe that because I've told you that. But then I could walk out and get back in my car, sir. I don't have one, but I mean, if I did. <laughs> and then drive off into and think, do you know what? Everyone thinks I've got a Lamborghini. Like, I could fool you like that and you would believe it because I put it on Instagram. So I think sooner that people realise that Instagram is just a social media platform, your Instagram can be anything that you make it, I feel like life would probably be a little bit easier. Maybe we'd be kinder to each other. But honestly, guys, Instagram's fucking fake. So obviously, we want to talk about this very exciting campaign, which I'm just so fucking proud to be part of. Honestly, I'm not going to go too much into like the details of it because I want you all to be excited for when it's released on the platform. But even just like the styling behind the shoe, the ideas, it's it's great. And me and Jordan just had this conversation about it. Um, God, it, it must have been, how long ago was it? It was a while ago, wasn't it? Yeah, and I was just like, do you know what? This would be really country. I was like, yeah, because one of Jordan's other friends gets really, really badly trolled as well. And we was just like, how the fuck is this okay? Like, how is this driving people to have severe, severe mental health problems and there's actually nothing being done about it? So for Jordan to be part of such a huge brand um, that obviously celebrate women and self-love and just anybody, any gender, any size, any race... Like, this is just the most amazing campaign. And, yeah, I'm just really proud to be a part of it. So, Jordan, tell me about... Tell me, what what do you want to tell us about the campaign? <laughs> okay, so like Sophie said, um, it's time for brands to take a stand. And I think, I hope it's going to be a bit of a ripple effect. One brand stands up, another brand stands up. So, the campaign that we've got coming up is against cyberbullying, like we've said. Um, we will be involved with a charity, which we aren't allowed to mention just yet, but we will do. Um, the campaign will run in a couple of weeks' time. It's going to be a big shoe. We are having a load of influencers, including Sophie, mm-hmm. there on the shoe. Um, we're going to have a panel event as well, which is super important because we want each influencer to have a voice and be able to say what happened to them, their own experiences, because this isn't just to plug St. Moritz. It's, well, it's not to bl- plug St. Moritz at all. It's more of giving everybody a voice and that platform to be able to shout about what's happened and and talk about why it's not okay. And I think this all starts in school. So you've got to really go for the younger generation. It's the younger generation now that are seriously wanting to be influencers when they grow up. If you ask, if you asked me when I was younger what I wanted to be, I wanted to either work at Asda <laughs> on the beat beat pushing it through or be a vet. You ask a little kid now what they want to be and it's like, oh, I want to be a YouTuber, oh, I want to be an influencer. And I don't think they're educated enough on what happens outside of that and and how much they will take on being in that industry. So we really need to... Educate. Yeah, educate right from the core and and go back to the younger generation and, and see who who aspires to be these people, I think. So, like I've said, we'll have a panel event. It will run across a series of three or four on... Um, St. Moritz's Instagram and YouTube. So please sign in and watch it because I think it'll give a lot of people a serious insight to what these influencers go through on a daily basis. I mean, me and Sophie were discussing, I've even been through it and I'm nobody. I'm not on social media for any other thing apart from 
work and the brands and the brands that I push. For me as an individual to experience online trolling just through the circles I'm in, just through my influencer friends, is horrendous. And that's a small snippet of what I've experienced to what you guys get every single day. Even one of my best friends is um, a teacher and there was an occasion I'm not going to go too much into it and to be honest now I don't really mention my friends on my podcast or on my social media because I feel it's very unfair that they take the brunt of it just because they know me just because they're my friends and it's it's happened with 90% of my friends to be honest but where someone had wrote almost like a threatening comment saying that they couldn't wait to bump into her and stuff because she's friends with me and I was getting trolled and I just think this girl has her social media on lock, it's private, nobody knows who she is. How the fuck are people writing kind of things to do with her workplace in there? How are they making threats to her just because she's friends with me? And I feel like that could affect friendships as well. That could make you not want to be friends with someone because why do you deserve to to be abused just because all these trolls are coming together and they don't like me, they've got a problem with me. Like, And then that that actually makes me feel 50 times worse than being trolled. It makes me feel worse that people are getting sick off the back of me just because I, cause I'm being trolled. Like me being trolled doesn't bother me, but how they're feeling bothers them. And they didn't sign up for a social media influencer life. Like they're just normal people that, yeah, just want a quiet, low-key and private life, yet they're still getting abused because they're friends with me. And obviously that was a kind of similar. So what happened yeah. with you, Jordan, when you was? I mean, like I've said, being in the circles that I'm in, I'm forever going to press openings, press events. And I was at this one particular event with a very good friend of mine. I'll name drop him, Warren Phillips, who you might know from TV. He went through a lot of serious trolling when he broke up with his ex-partner. Um, She was a big YouTuber. She had a lot of fans, a lot of supporters that all went gunning for Warren. So we ended up at this opening together, obviously got pictured together and both chose to share those pictures on social media because why the fuck not? Yeah. <laughs> why can you not share what you want to share? Um, which then obviously welcomed because I have an open platform. He obviously does. The comments started coming thick and fast and I actually got outed as trying to be a blackfish. So for those who don't know what blackfishing is, it's blackfacing and it's when you try to pretend to be a different race. So being in the industry I'm in, One, I'm olive-toned skin anyway. I go very brown with just one look of sun. And obviously, I wear St. Moritz all the time, every single day. It's the brand that I work within. Why would I not wear it? So this particular event, yes, I'd just come off holiday and I was very brown and I had St. Moritz on as well. And these comments started coming in that hashtag blackfish, Warren only gets with black girls so obviously you two are together because you're trying to blackfish and I thought is this real is this a normal thing and that's a snippet like Warren was like I'm so sorry you're getting this but this is what I get every single day every single hour every single month and it, it got so bad for him that he was getting death threats about being around other girls because they wasn't with this particular person he was in a relationship with previously and I think that for me, 
is what pushed me to think, right, enough's enough now. I think we're all in a world, in a generation where social media is a massive part of everyone's lives. And like you mentioned with the school thing, teachers say now that when we were at school, it stopped when school stopped, the bullying stopped when you stepped out of the school gates. Whereas everyone's got a phone now, everyone's on social media and these poor children and kids that are massive on TikTok and... They can carry on bullying or bullying all through the night. It it never ends and then they take to these platforms and it continues, which is why I think you, you really need to target it from the car and from the schools and it'll be a massive focus for us as a brand to implement this into schools and implement this into workshops across the UK that really target online bullying right from the source and where it starts and unfortunately that is where it starts it's schools i know and it is like it's sad to think that people of such a young age can be so heavily involved but i think the key is we're all we've all done it we've all been at school and been nasty to people or we've maybe said something hurtful but as a kid you think you're invincible and you have no idea the lasting effects and i think I was quite like a... I wasn't the loudest kid, actually, believe it or not. I know people probably won't believe that. (laughs) But, yeah, I feel like I just grew into myself one day. I don't know. I was quite... I was quite shy. I I wouldn't say shy, but maybe I'd have to... I'd have to put on a bit of a front when I walked into a room because I didn't feel 100% confident. And, yeah, like I say, I think when you're a kid, you kind of feel invincible and you don't really realise the kind of lasting, damaging effects that your words can have on somebody else. I mean, people have actually made comments to me in the past, years ago, and I still remember those little comments today. Like, I carry them with me today. Maybe it's come from somebody that I care about or a friend that I've got, and it's really, really hurtful. So I think the massive thing about educating younger children, the next generation, on cyberbullying, it's how your words can have a lasting imprint in somebody's mind and also how you can look out for signs of somebody struggling with mental health because mental health, um, it, it's, what do they say? It has no, like some people are the happiest people in the room but are struggling like the deepest and the darkest. And I think if you take away the stigma from mental health and make it such a, an open, out there and normal topic, like this should be taught at schools, it should. There should be a lesson dedicated to mental health because I think if you actually un- understood how damaging these effects could be on a person, you'd probably think twice before doing it. You'd feel less indestructible. You'd feel, you'd be more compassionate. And I do think compassion and empathy is something that we all need more with each other. Instead of judging people or saying bad things about people, we maybe need to put ourselves in their shoes and just think, right, okay, if that was me, could I feel the same? And just try and help each other rather than tearing each other down. So I definitely do feel like even workshops in schools and stuff like that, colleges, just to educate on the mental health, the lasting effects that your words could have on a person is just going to be so beneficial to the next generation because fuck me, I hope that the next generation is a lot kinder than what our generation has been. Absolutely. So we're just going to wrap this up now. Um, But yeah, so just directing back to the campaign, we were just saying because Jordan was like, 
it, this is going to be so emotional and raw. And honestly, like, I know I will cry a million percent because I feel like when you strip everything back bare, you've not got a front on and someone's really asking you about deep personal things. It all comes spilling out. And like we say, it's such, it's nice just to be 100% real and raw to show that vulnerable side of yourself to the world so that these people can maybe think about not doing this anymore, can maybe look at me and think, do you know what? Shit, actually, I have been a part of that. Because it's never too late not to be a part of it. Even if you've done it in the past, don't feel like you've got to continue doing it. It's never too late to stop and think, do you know what? Actually, I was a little bit of a dickhead. Maybe you've not been happy in your own life or for whatever reason you've done it. And now's the time to stop and to start being kind to people. Like, we need more of that. But yeah, like, I can't wait just to to be in the, not like, obviously the costume, but there's some really great ideas. And just to get in front of the camera and share my 100% honest experience with it. And Jordan, when she sent me the branding campaign, I actually read it and I think I just replied and I straight away like, <laughs> why am I crying? Why am I crying? Because I think it's just something that I've been so heavily involved in and I feel so passionate about and I've seen the lasting effects not just on me but on other people around me as well and it's just so nice to be part of a campaign I mean like obviously I get paid to promote products and things all the time like clothing and stuff like that and it's a part of my job and I absolutely love it but to, to enter into a non-paid campaign that you're so passionate about means 50 times more, like it seriously does. And even like the panelling just sounds really good. It's like a different approach. Like I can't wait to watch it. And I also can't wait to sit and probably cry my eyes out <laughs> at other people's stories as well. Like Absolutely. to sit with the other influencers and find out what they've been going through. And also it's just so comforting to know that you're not alone, mm. that people hate me for the reasons that they hate me, but people hate this person as well for their reasons. And deep down, we're just normal, ordinary people. We might have a following on a social media account or a podcast in the charts or whatever we've got, but I'm just a fucking normal girl. Like I'm a normal person. And to try and tear somebody apart when they're feeling vulnerable, like after I was ill in hospital and stuff like that, I remember somebody saying to me, oh, I bet she's not even that ill. And I just thought, I was on ICU and nearly died and I'm still profoundly deaf in my left ear. I've actually got an appointment on Monday to see if I can have brain surgery. And it's just like, what? why? Like, why would you need to say that? You've seen I've been in hospital. They don't admit you to hospital for weeks for no reason. And I saw somebody say, oh, she's not looking after her kids. I literally couldn't, I couldn't even drive. They took my license away because I couldn't see, I couldn't hear, I couldn't balance properly. I literally nearly got run over, like, because I tried to go out by myself and I thought, shit, I I can't even do this. I could not be responsible responsible for my children at that time because I was so fucking ill. And luckily, I've got a really good support network around me. So what I chose to do was stay at my mum's house and Callum stayed at mine and helped with the kids. So I could just try and rest, rest, rest and also be with my dad who was literally on his deathbed about to die as well at the same time. And it's like... You that is a lot for a person to go through for you to then come with like the worst comments about it as well it just honestly like something needs to change with this and that is why I am so proud to be part of the campaign Jordan when will the campaign be live for everybody to see do we know that information and to cyber bullying day is on the 18th of june which is when things will go live so we'll obviously pre-film it all everything will be done in the last week of may and then go in um to fruition from then so the campaign will run over a couple of months 
um like i said it'll be a series part so you'll see one i don't know the planning and prep of it yet but you'll see one then it'll follow with another and another so stay in touch with st Moritz. all the influencers that are going to be involved will be sharing it all on their platforms as well so i'm sure you'll see it flood social media coming then and and completely support it please because this all stems from everybody pulling together everybody needs to be involved in this yep so um yeah i just can't wait i'm excited to obviously be part of it to see it come together and obviously for you guys to get involved to share it across your platforms obviously give saint Moritz a follow as well please that'd be great and thank you jordan for being a guest on my podcast (laughs) bye guys